If you're listening to the car and you're on your way home, we'll be in turn your around because <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your house. Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast. I'm your host, Pat. I'm Mike. What up? What up? It's a Mac, It's a Pat and Mike episode. <laughs> My name's not Matt. <laughs> God damn it. That's when uh, you and me make a clone of ourselves. Matt? Matt. It's us put together. Oh, Mike. The world isn't ready for that kind of shit. And he's just a Chad. <laughs> oh, God. No. Yeah. I would, I, would, I would die. We have to kill it. Oh. There we go. I just pitched our shitty horror movie. There it is. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. All right. <laughs> That's it. Fuck Jurassic World. Watch our movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Horror Junkies podcast. Hey. Hey, it's just uh, it's just us today. Yeah, no more guests. No more guests. Thank God I we can talk. We said, <laughs> get off kidding. our show. We don't like you anymore. <laughs> no, it's just a it's lot of- It's been a minute. It's been a minute. We I miss you, Mike. I miss you, too. In our big room, all yeah. by our lonesome, some Lysol wipes and a honey bun. I eat the shit out of that honey bun. That's the sponsor. You gotta eat that honey bun. Yep. <laughs> Well, guys, um, we got a pretty good show planned ahead for you. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about uh, two Netflix originals, one by the name of Veronica, which is a movie. Yes. <laughs> and the other one's going to be a Netflix original British series called Requiem. I'm ready sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that one. Oh, yeah, me too. But uh, before anything, I think we got some announcements for the show. A little bit. Of, we're on Patreon now, guys. If you want to give us money, I'm just, still living in my car. <laughs> it's uh, been months, ladies it's and been gentlemen. Months. And I'll post the link in our show notes if you want to check out our Patreon page. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Just know that Patrick's living in his car, and and I'm hungry, and, and I want some pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, our show is now. I, th- I don't know if I ever said it, it's on Spotify. Our show's now on SoundCloud. What? I know. And we're it's on, on SoundCloud? We're on SoundCloud. I'm getting a face tattoo tomorrow. Face tattoo tomorrow. <laughs> Our name is MC Mike. Damn. I know. Hard. Trap hat. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's also on YouTube. Yeah, so, I just discovered this today, actually. Yeah, I did it like a week ago, and here I am finally telling you all about it. We're on YouTube. There's no excuses anymore, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> as well as some other things that we're currently working on, but we can't talk about it because we don't know what's happening. Unless you sign up for Patreon, then you can get that whole we'll, clip. We'll tell you everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll sit here naked and talk to each other. It's called the naked truth. The naked truth. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're welcome. Um, but as first and always, guys, we're going to talk about some horror news. <gasps> and it's a fucking lot of it. Jesus Christ. What a week, what a week, what a week. What a past couple weeks. Like, there's just been, usually there's not a lot of going on in the horror news. No. Or if there is, it's just shit we honestly don't care about. Yeah. But <laughs> that's mostly 99% of the time <laughs> shit we don't care about. Kanye um, West likes Trump. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jesus Christ. Um, but we have a lot of news. A lot so, of news. We want to pick your first one, Pat. You, you pick your first one. I'll pick my Mike. first one. All right, cool. <laughs> he I'm pretty sure about notes. this. I brought show notes. We fucking prepared today, guys. Um, 
Well, the first thing I want to talk about, dude, is fucking Supreme is coming out with a Hellraiser clothing line. Let's get sponsored by Supreme. I mean, it's all Hellraiser 3 uh, mm-hmm. logos and shit, but that's cool with me. Some of the clothes are whack, um, but there are a pair of gym shorts that I am going to buy. Um, come, I think it goes on sale the 26th here in the States. You can actually go get it. So, what is that? That's tomorrow or today when you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. But I just think it's funny how like mainstream Hellraiser is becoming to be like a, like a huge skateboarding company clothing line is producing clothing with Pinhead all over it. Yeah. I mean, Supreme's kind of weird anyways. Yeah. I saw but a car the other day covered in Supreme stickers. I was like, cost a shitload of money. Yeah, I was like, wow, dude. I want to buy a hammer with Supreme on it. Please do. They sell that. It's fucking crazy. Of course they do. They sell anything you can buy just with Supreme logo it's on it, perfect, and it costs more. Perfect marketing. Because you make what a, what a what a brand. <laughs> um, like I said, man, check it out. I will. It's cool. I want it. I want a Hellraiser. There's a giant shirt. denim jacket just covered in pinhead. Really? <laughs> Is it covered in pins? Yes. They have pins on the jacket. Yeah, it's just the literal jacket made of pins. I want it. Yeah, it's crazy. No one will give me a hug. <laughs> it's like you're gonna. What's ruin, the difference now? You're gonna ruin my white shirt. <laughs> um, another thing that I thought was interesting um, was this movie that's trying to be crowdfunded, at, uh, remade, being crowdfunded to be remade, and it's Ghost House, which I've never seen it. You never seen it? It's mm. where it's from in Italy. It's called La Casa. Uh, and there's a series one, two, and three. Mikasa, what? Mikasa, Sukasa. Hey. hey, fucking. Well, the thing is, Alapino. Uh, the, I think the Evil Dead, if I'm not mistaken, was called La Casa in Italy, mm-hmm. and there was one and two, but they never made three. So three is like the uh, La Casa three or Ghost House is like the unofficial sequel to the Evil Dead series. Apparently, okay. Um, it's really bad. I watched some of it. It's pretty bad, but. The crowdfunding teaser and uh, graphic images look sick as shit. Okay. Um, so I hope it happens, man. I'm 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 stoked to see some people. Um, I heard remake and I was already out, so yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah, just kidding. That's true. I'm all um, I'm all for it. I'm interested. I'm, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the movie. What's uh what what do you got going on with your news? What was that? I don't know. I didn't read this part of the page yeah, I don't yet. Read that. What you had? <laughs> there's something that's going on that was just played today, man. The Halloween trailer. Hey. That no one saw except for the people the, that were there. Yeah. But apparently, it's scary. Let's. I'm ready for it. You know, we weren't ready for it, but now we're excited. Well, because we just got like a shitload of cool trailers that just came out this week. Yeah. Due to Marvel Infinity. Yeah. Yeah, we got Venom. Dude, Venom. Oh, that's a uh, bit of the news. I guess we can go into yeah, that. Yeah, because Venom is a uh, fucking pretty... And they're talking about starting a... Kevin Feige mm-hmm. wants to start a whole horror... Universe? Cinematic universe with Blade and all that shit. And they want to do it darker, right? Yeah. I am okay with that. Me too. I feel like Blade is one of those movies that could be remade like as a series, and it would do better now than it did back then. Yeah, for sure. Um, mainly because it came out in like, the 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, either that or nineteen. I think like late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah, because um, I think it was before the Matrix. Yeah, because uh, we can just not ever see film from that era ever again. I'd be happy. What, bro? I watched Queen of the Damned the other day. <laughs> yeah. That's a Holy bad film. All right, shit, that movie was garbage. It's almost as bad as Dracula two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. 
But hey, uh, that soundtrack. That sound, Jonathan Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But yeah, back on Halloween. Back um, on Halloween. The poster we got is because well, we didn't talk about that last week. We didn't. We didn't uh, have time. The poster's so sick. They have. It actually has the eye fucked up from when Lori stabbed, stabbed him with the co hanger. Hey, so the fuck continuity yeah. is fucking on point. So, so this takes place forty years. After the first movie. Yep. So so we're not so we're everything's two. retcon like didn't happen. It's fine. I'm okay with this. Halloween. No Buster Rhymes. Or no, was it Exhibit or Buster? I Rhyme? think it was Exhibit. No, it was Buster Rhymes. So I don't remember. <laughs> One of those guys. <laughs> well, it wasn't Samuel. So it wasn't Samuel. <laughs> uh, so that didn't happen. No. Thank God. You know, I'm okay with it. Like I said, yeah, me like, too. I mean, Season of the Witch was kind of cool in a weird way. It was when they were trying to go to anthology. Yeah. Um, Which I was like, okay. but I like the fact that like apparently Jerry, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character is like this like overprotective warrior who's trying to protect her family to make sure Michael Myers never escapes. Shocking alert! He escapes apparently and wreaking havoc on uh, his. Are they going with the sister or no? a daughter? I mean, daughter sister. Well, no? Lori, I yeah. guess so. Are they going to do that? I don't remember. They haven't released a lot of information about Halloween, yeah. which is really cool because it comes out this year, and we still don't know too much about it except for just forty years after the events of Halloween. Yeah, which again I like the like okay, and this is canon for the first movie. Yeah, so sure. Let's fucking John do Carpenter's it. on it, so I mean, I'm when stoked. I heard that, I was like, all right, it's gonna be good. I had a discussion earlier with some kid about fucking Rob Zombie because I always have to have that because. I always have to have that conversation. That, that conversation. Because always, it gets brought up, and then there's that one kid's like, well, I like the remix. I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> you're, you were wrong, and I can, you're wrong. <laughs> I, yeah, no. I mean, let's was not it, talk about his childhood. Like, yeah, that's let's, yeah, let's, let's just fuck it. Whatever. It's what makes him scary. I want to see him kill people. Um, so apparently, uh, it's scary. It's really scary. That's all um, I asked for. So that's all I asked for. Let's see if it lives up to it. I'm hoping for and praying for good things. Um, but we'll see in October when it comes out. Yes. Yes. And more in sequel news. More in <laughs> sequels. Goosebumps. They changed the name again. Yep, they changed the name again. Haunted, Haunted ha- Halloween. It's around Slappy. Um, I'm okay with it. I didn't yeah. watch the the first Ghostbusters movie. Ghost, oh, G- Ghostbusters. Goosebumps. Sorry, Goosebumps. Wow. Okay. I didn't watch the first Goosebumps movie because I really just wasn't stoked on the fact <sighs> that it was very comedic. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just like, it's exactly what you feared. Yeah. Um, so, But what I'm hoping for is that they learned from that first movie and they kind of changed the direction a little bit. Make it a little darker. Make, make it a little, little darker. I think it's going to be a little darker. I hope so. Take some notes from it. It know? takes some notes from it. Well, Speaking of it, fucking Andy, the director mm-hmm. of uh, It, came out and said, Chapter 2, you better have your adult diapers. <laughs> it's going to be darker and scarier. Which I want to hear from a sequel. Always. Always. Um, Especially with a nice... Surprise that we got with that first movie. Oh yeah, and then um, confirmed uh, Jessica Chastin, Chastin. I can't. I can't remember say her say her last name. Is playing the adult Beverly. So oh, yeah. that's confirmed, and that's all who's been confirmed. I think. Keep it going. I'm, yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, the original kids will be in the movie because there will be flashbacks to the '80s. Or I've yeah, seen some 80s. like fantasy like lists of people. And oh it's yeah, always, it's always Fuck fun. Yeah. So if they keep this fun going, why not? Yeah, Get us hyped real. for the fucking movie. For real. There's going to be a third Wolf Creek. 
I like those movies. Wolf Creek's a good movie. I think yeah. I've only seen the first one. I need to catch up. I don't yeah. remember what happens in the second one. I can't remember what happened in the first one. Is that <laughs> the movie where like the cover art is like the girl with blood down her leg and it's like desert? Or am I thinking of something completely fucking different? I don't know, man. I'm probably thinking of something completely oh, fucking different. Boy, boy, I don't know. This is a horror junkie stump. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I got this computer right here, but I ain't gonna use it. All right, and um, uh, Netflix's maze uh list of movies are gonna be coming out. Hellboy uh, two. Go. The Golden Army. Yes. Scream two. Wa wa we wa. The Reaping. Uh, the Reaping. I like yeah. that movie. Yeah. That movie was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to say it with a straight face. That comes out May 1st. May 4th is uh, Endgame. Endgame? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's the that movie. That Are science all the fiction movie. Are going to still be on there? Are they on Netflix? They're all on Netflix. What? All three cubes are on Netflix. I got to go home and watch yeah, those. Yeah, you do. If you just type in cube, you'll find it. All three of them. I might be tripping and I know what to watch now. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Don't call the cops. Um, but the one discussion I want to talk about. Okay. The sad news. Of Wait, the is, that, is that all that's coming out on Netflix or is that all you care about to say? That's all I care about to oh, say. okay. Everything else I'm just like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't have time to look this up. This is up. the horror junkies list. I'm helping y'all out. Um, yeah. Those are the movies that are more important. <laughs> Everything else is trash. And some con series I never fucking heard of. Con? Con. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. A show <laughs> I hold dear to my heart. A franchise I loved yes. since I was a wee lad. Yes. And now we see it come to an end. We do. Ash vs. Evil Dead is not getting renewed for another season. And Bruce Campbell has came out and said he, he is, is retiring, retiring as Ash. What a guy. What a guy. I mean, listen, am I sad? Fuck yeah. I'm t- um, I've been crying all day. Yeah, all day. <laughs> all day. But do I see other things coming from this? I do. I honestly do. Because just because he's done playing Ash doesn't mean he's necessarily done with the Evil Dead franchise. Can we continue the franchise from the remake? Exactly. Like, that's that was another fine. thing. Like, I liked let's it. pick up that storyline. Let's like I love the dark horror that you guys went for with the uh, in the remake in 2013. Um, I've seen a recent post where people are like, should his daughter become the person like Ash and I would be okay with that yeah like as long as she gets her arm fucking her hand cut off she has to have her hand she cut has off to, it's, a, it's the Star Wars rule yeah cut you your damn hand off get a chainsaw <laughs> arm um, just and when I you would, thought you weren't badass enough exactly and I would like to see Netflix pick it up that would honestly like that should that should, should have never, been the starting point exactly I'm pretty sure they probably had a better deal with fucking stars Stars was probably hyped them up like, oh, we're gonna do like seven seasons. Yeah, well, here's all this money. Yeah, and then realizing that no one, they, no they one probably pays. they were probably using the Ash vs Evil Dead for people to come to use their streaming website. Yeah, and it backfired. But of course, backfired it's gonna happen. Fucking hard. Yeah, because people are just gonna fucking pirate it. Listen, which every, is, yeah, which is what killed the show. Let's be honest here. Everyone knows y'all it. did it. Everyone who was pirating Ash vs Evil Dead, you're the reason why the show failed. Thanks. It's not user. It was it was ratings, but it was because not enough people were just. And, and I, I, I get I do it. get it. You don't want to pay X amount of money for stars. Look, I don't pay for it. I use someone else's account. Be like Patrick. Be like me. Steal people's <laughs> shit. Exactly. <laughs> not pirate it. <laughs> um, but like no, I said, it's a family friend. Yeah. 
family friend that has all the channels. So there it is. I just win. Yeah, I mean it's sad. I like got I said, them connects, but like I said, <laughs> one door closes, another opens. I don't see the Evil Dead franchise being buried. No. I feel like if anything, it's going to come back in a movie form, and we're going to see a second to the remake of tw- in thir- 2013. Man, that's going to be very confusing for people that are not in this shit like Wait, we are. What the fuck is going... What do you mean there's 10 movies in this a fucking three seasons? <laughs> do you want to talk about this weekend? This weekend? The oh, shocking truth? The shocking truth of Friday the 13th. 13th. So apparently this is mildly come up based on some real shit. The Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. Killings. Um, and a no see. Had no idea. Me either. So the inspiration behind the original Friday the Thirteenth, if we're cutting right to the point, was John Carpenter's Halloween. We can all agree on that. That like, he yeah. he one hundred percent he pulled from that shit. Um, just because he wanted to rub up and get cash, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, but apparently, there's like one real life murder case that predates the release of Friday the Thirteenth by twenty years. That sure seems to have loosely inspired Cunningham's seminal slasher. Mm. Mm. Uh, so much, in fact, that Finland's Lake Bodum murders are often referred to as the real Friday the 13th. Uh, so there's like this show called The Shocking Truth, and apparently they're going to dig deep into the no- notorious real-life murders and crimes and explore how Hollywood turned them into its most memorable thrillers. Um, so check that out. It's uh, it's airing, God, when uh, April 28th. April 28th. and so it's in a couple days. Just a little quick synopsis. Apparently on June 5th, 1960, at Bodeminski Lake, fifteen-year-old, fifteen-year-old females, Malila, I'm gonna fucking butcher these names, man. These are some fucking Viking last names. Melania Emreli Brjokland. I don't know. We apologize. We, we apologize. You're dead, but we apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another some another fucking respect. <laughs> another person and an eight-year-old male, Seppo, were killed while sleeping inside a tent by blunt force trauma to their heads from a stone. <laughs> From a goddamn, goddamn stone, st- stone. They Jason X that motherfucker. Goddamn, <laughs> a stone, a stone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you ever like, if you're weird like us and you like to know like the weird behind the scenes details about why some horrors get made, horror movies get made. Um, like I said, check it out. April twenty eighth. Um, it's called The Shocking Truth. I don't know if we have the channel here in the states. Yeah, um, but I'm sure it'll be on the internet. Use you pirated Ash vs. Evil Dead. You can pirate this shit if you want to, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of cool. I, thought I it was, do it too. Okay. I, yeah, I thought guilty as I thought it was kind of cool to have like a um, like a real life thing. And they just caught that fucking serial killer, the Golden State Killer, today. Oh, did they? Forty years on the run, dude. They, Word. He was the next cop. That's hard. <laughs> Can't trust cops. <laughs> Um, can't trust him. But yeah, dude, fucking 40 years, he killed a lot of fucking people, man. What a guy. Crazy, crazy. What a guy. All right, you want to dug deep in the show now? Let's fucking, yeah, that's enough news. I'm so... It's okay. We, we haven't had news in a while, guys. We yeah, had, we, we, had kinda, to, we had to cut it short because we had all the bozos that had to talk. No, fucking... I love them. I love them, too. We're going to have a lot of guests next month. <clears throat> oh, next month. Well, I can't wait to announce that. Well, you know what? Wait till the end of the show, and we'll announce what to, what we're going to be doing in the, in the month of May. The month of May is going to be a fun, fun w- month for you guys. Just yeah. you wait till not the end. fun for us. No, not at all. You're gonna have to tie me down to the chair. <laughs> I can't wait. But let's get another in. fucking movie that I had to tie myself and watch. Was our first Veronica. Movie. Veronica. All right. So I like the name. I liked it. 
It's just I'm jaded. You're jaded when it comes to possession. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's understandable. It's just a lot. Of, it's the the genre is saturated. It with is possession films. It uh, was done well. It was done well. Um, I agree. I like. So for those of you who don't know, Veronica is a Netflix original Spanish fil- speaking film. Um, it's directed by Paco Plaza, written by Fernando Navarro and Paco Paco Plaza, and it's set in Madrid, uh, Spain, of course, in the early '90s. And a teen girl finds herself besieged by an evil supernatural force after she played with a Ouija board during a fucking eclipse with her two friends. Why the fuck, out of all the days, you picked an eclipse to fuck with a Ouija board? I to feel talk like to good old Papa. To talk to good old Papa. Oh, just so you guys know, spoilers will be happening. There's a big dick in there. <laughs> There's just a giant, giant dick. Um, but yeah, so if you, haven't, out there. <laughs> if you haven't watched Veronica yet, guys, check it out. It's a lot of fun. A lot of weirdness and it's a true story based on some true story events so we'll talk about that as well yeah i kind of liked how they started it like they did the whole let's show you like the kind of the climax of the story yeah and then go back and explain what that was mm-hmm. i, I like when that. movies do that it kind of leaves you like oh what the fuck happened yeah it, it gives you that what the fuck happened so you get mo- this movie had a lot of vibes of i guess because it's spanish of uh, but wreck did you watch it in spanish or did you flip it to english you can flip it to English? Yeah, you can do that on Netflix. If you go up... For those of you who don't know, if you ever find a show that's in a foreign language and you don't want to watch subtitles for what... Read subtitles for a reason, <clears throat> if you go up to the... While you're watching it, go up to the options thing and go to audio, you can switch it into different languages. It's I there. knew that. I didn't know you could switch it to English, though. Yeah, if it what has... It? But it's like not their voices, though, right? No, it's It's going to be some dude. Yeah, it's dubbed. So that's why I said subs over dubs always, Patrick. I don't want to hear some other dude tell me what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, Even though you're probably going to tell me you're going to do that for me for the next thing we have to review. Oh, yeah. I'm going to fucking destroy your mind. Break this down for me, man. Um, (laughs) But Veronica, I mean, like, for me, I feel like for our time, it's a really good possession film. Yeah. It's not that quirky, cliche seeking possession film because it's different. It makes you think about it. Yeah. Like, is she really possessed? Or is she I like losing movies, her fucking mind? And I like when like they do that. They play that really well in the throughout the movie because you're like, is this all happening in her head? Like, yeah. And it's fucking it. I, that's the part I did like about it. Yeah. And I like the fact that she's like this weird, like almost grungy kid too. Like, yeah. She's not like she goes to a Catholic school. The blind nun creeped the fuck out of me. Like, and she did it to herself. She did it to herself. So she doesn't see the demon no more. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking. That was that's cool. Metal. Yeah, she fucking blended her goddamn self. Um, but the point is, like, so the two girl, the main character and her two friends, were fucking with the Ouija board in the basement of their fucking creepy Catholic school, and I don't know. Like, I guess the I, I'm assuming eclipses amplify supernatural things. Yeah. And this girl just lays to the ground and starts screaming. No, she's whispering, mm-hmm. and she was apparently whispering the day like she's gonna die in three days or some shit. Because it all happens in the span of three days. It yeah, feels like forever, crazy. Yeah. but it's like three days. Um, and there's like some undertones of like, uh, you know, family struggles. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that's that adds on to the fact that like, is she losing her grip with reality? Like, her dad is dead. She, her mm. mother works at the bar or never sees all her. the time. And she has to take care of not only of herself in her schoolwork, but she has to make sure her two sisters and her little brother are all fed, clean, yeah. doing the what they need to do. So, like, as a... How old was she? Like, 15? 
I want to say. 15, yeah. She's around that age. Like, that's a lot to put on yourself. Not only, the, like, the loss of a father. She's like, also in that age. She's going through puberty. I, well, I mean, yeah. Every, everyone goes through puberty. Yeah, like, but I mean, like, that time span when the movie happens. Like, Oh, she, yeah, she does. She does. And she freaks out because she, she's by herself. Yeah. Um, which I can only imagine is a terrifying experience because you don't know what the fuck is going on. Um, but, like, all of that happening, you're like, man, is she really just, like, fucking losing it? Or is she really being haunted by a demon? Yeah. Because there's that, like, the scene where she's, like, trying to wake up her sister, but she's actually, like, choking her. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? She's actually trying yeah. to kill her. Like, the shit. And I like the Nordic fucking uh, protection symbols. Like, that was cool. Mm. Uh, I like the fact that she bought a Ouija board and witch mag- occult magazines to a fucking local <laughs> vendor. I'm like, where the fuck is that down the street in Orlando where I can just pick it's the up... 90s, man. Yeah, a fucking magazine <laughs> on occult shit that comes with a Ouija board. That's so cool. Yeah, and the Spanish... <clears throat> the Spanish, like, vibe from the movie mm-hmm. kind of kind of helped the scariness, like, scariness, too. Yeah. You know, like... <clears throat> yeah, again, like the comparison I made to it is like wreck, wreck. Yeah, I I agree. And it's not because of the Spanish thing, but it's like just how the movie like felt to yeah. me. Yeah, and I like how towards the end sh- when shit starts really getting weird, re- like cause you don't really see what it is. No, you see like the shadow of it, and like it's like a black figure. Yeah the the bed scene was crazy. The, uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna discuss. The bed scene's cool. I also like the scene where she's actually like he's sticking her hand in her mouth. Oh yeah, and like holding her, and that's when the cop finds her. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, you're I was just like, like, "That's sick." Fuck. And it's that answers real. the questions of what they see in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, I did like the whole like the dark. I like when they portray demons or otherworldly figures and entities as these like gross, drippingly like tarish bodies. Yeah. I've, it, it adds an element of like gross. Yeah. Sometimes they're not gross looking. They're just kind of like, oh, whatever. You really like honestly the, never see them. Like the demon in uh, This is the End. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Big old dick. Just a big old dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn it. I forgot all about that movie. And I you watched just it like put a it week back ago. In my fucking head. <laughs> what a fucking movie. <laughs> it's a giant dick. <laughs> um. Uh, uh, Veronica, I guess we can go into the Horror Junkies rant, uh, review, or not review, but... A rating? Rating. All right, what do you give it? I give it... I'll, I'll give it a seven. A seven? That's a fair score. Yeah. I For agree something like I kind of had to, like... It dragged me because I was like, I fucking don't want to watch any more Possession films. Yeah. And then watching, I was like, all right, but it was good. So, my story behind it is I got caught up with the whole clickbait of, it's the most scariest movie. People can't even (laughs) watch it on. I'm like, well, what the fuck's so scary about this movie? So, me and my wife just sat down one afternoon and watched it. And we're like, people are fucking stupid. (laughs) She loves it, by the way. She loves... Yeah, she loved Veronica. She Mm. thought it was fucking fantastic. Right. I was like, it's good. It's no Exorcist, but it's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, but I like Seven. Seven's a good thing because there's some things I would probably like different, would have done differently or like to seen done differently. Yeah. Better way. Um, I would like to see more, more demonic shit happening. Yeah. I mean, like when she slits her own fucking throat, that was intense. Like that was fucking crazy. Um, but I don't know. I would like to see, I don't know. You just wanted more. I just wanted more. I did too. Like a little bit. I wanted like a little bit more of like yeah. the demon or like, yeah. you know about the demon or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but like I said earlier, this sh- this shit apparently is based off a real life event 
quote quote real life because you never know with this shit. Yeah. Um, but the lady's name probably just some weird call, and they based it on that and some shit. <laughs> Mom, I got a weird phone call. They breathed and hung up. The house is haunted. We gotta move. Um, but the lady, this story is, you know, not basically portraying, but kind of like sneaking around it and kind of tiptoeing around. Right. Her name is uh, Estefina La- uh, Lazaro, and lasagna. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, like I said, Veronica is supposedly based on the true story of a young girl in uh, a town that's south of Madrid uh, who died playing after playing with a Ouija board in the 90s. According to her parents, Estefania started dabbling in the occult as a teenager. Where are these kids? The occult? The occult? She was summoning <laughs> demons, talking to the devil, hell, Lucifer. Uh, where did, I, in the 90s, I mean, I was I was a kid. But, like, even in my teenage years, you know, I wasn't dealing with the occult. I wasn't in the woods saying, let's summon some demons. I mean... Okay, that's a fucking I lie. went to some spooky places. I went to some spooky houses. I never summon any demons. I play with a Ouija board here and there, but, you know... I like to fucking live life on the edge a little bit, but I ain't in the... I'm not joining a cult. <laughs> I'm not drinking some Kool-Aid. No. <laughs> um, I know, but... I mean, I did join a cult. It was called the Christian Christian religion. Oh, well, we got to talk about that. Anyways. Um, but yeah, so like, basically, you know, this led to her performing a stance at school, try to connect one of her friend's boyfriends who recently died in a motorcycle. And then you're seeing all the similarities because all this, this happens. sounds like a way better story than we got. Right? <laughs> uh, the ritual was interrupted by a teacher, but the group describes seeing a strange smoke going up through Estefania's mouth and nose. <sighs> She's Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom. Uh, and then, like, apparently over the following six months, she was suffering from seizures and hallucinations, which, when it comes to these real-life events, most of the time, people who are quote-unquote possessed are people living with a mental illness that's not being diagnosed, you know, be it have schizophrenia you watched, or... Have you ever watched those videos, though? Oh, yeah. No, they're terrifying. Yeah. No, real-life... There's actually um, a document that just came out. It's called Father... Who something it's dealing with the the guy who directed the exorcist and uh an actual priest and they went around um we do research during the podcast yeah. now guys yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna google this up because it's something but i oh yeah here it is um the devil and father amarth that sounds uh, metal docu- as shit. Yeah, dude, it's the documentary from the Exorcist director, and it deals with exorcisms and like real life exorcisms. Word. Uh, gonna have to do a show about that soon. Can we please? Uh, but back on to Veronica, um, she would sometimes really go into a rage, barking at her brothers, or would tell her parents she saw evil shadows walking past her room at night. Her worried parents took the daughter to several doctors, but none of them could find anything physically wrong with her. A few months later, she was found dead in her bedroom, her death completely unexplained. Her parents said they thought, <clears throat> excuse me, her death had something to do with the Ouija board and started to experience strange goings on in their own house afterwards. Well, we really weird. I mean, like it's there. Like you can see yeah. like the similarities in the movie in the real this life. This sounds way better though. Uh, yeah, this really does. <laughs> Like, should have um, done this real story. It's, it's like I said, it sucks that you know this happened to this young girl and she yeah. died. And you know, just for those who are out there, if you, if you don't believe, if you do believe, sometimes fucking with the occult isn't always the best thing to do because you know, you don't know. You're knocking on the demon's door, you don't know what's gonna answer. You knock on the devil's door, you don't know what you're gonna get. Devil went down to Georgia, dude. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> just went there. 
This is going to be a, some fiddling. I'm in trying the- to play the song in my head now. <laughs> no. Um, but that's it for Veronica. Like, it's a... It's the one with the violins, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. That song's metal as hell. It is. Um, if you haven't seen Veronica, guys, and you listen to us talk about it, and you kind of seem interested, and you would like the piece, the pieces that are in between that we said, watch it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it's a decent watch. I mean, like, you pop it in at night one night when you're bored and you're home alone, pop some Popeth Colonel, um, <laughs> gorge yourself on that shit, and maybe you'll get frightened. Maybe not. Maybe you'll yell at your TV like we did. Um Damn you! <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's a good watch. It's a lot of fun. It's better than um, some other shit I recently watched, what I'm not going to discuss until later. Okay. Hey, yo, you'll you'll know. You'll remember. Oh, boy. Um, but let's move on to... What's what you your want? rating? I'm giving it a seven. Okay. I'm going to cool. go with a seven. Cool. Um, so, I have a question. Do we talk about the next thing or talk about the comic? We talk about the next thing, then comic. We'll okay. leave the comic for the last... Okay, okay. So... Um, rectum. Not rectum, it's <laughs> requiem. So, rectum. Um, for those of you who don't know, like, I threw this, like, these subjects on Patrick, like, maybe five days ago, and he had to watch Veronica and a whole fucking TV series Man. in two days. And I thought I killed him. I thought he killed hurts. him. <laughs> I didn't hear from him for like 48 hours. I was like, are you okay? <laughs> I literally just... <laughs> I got stoned. <laughs> the marijuana. And watched it all. And I, had ha- watch Ro- I had to watch... I had to watch Rectum. Requiem. <laughs> Rectum. Rectum. I had to watch Requiem like three times because I kept falling asleep. Ladies and gentlemen... If you're not, if you if you're into Twin Peaks, this is your bread and butter right this here. Because it, it is a very slow fucking burn, and you got to pay attention to every little detail. But it's a justice burn. Oh yeah, because at the end, the rewards like, are the bountiful. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Requiem is a recent uh, Netflix release. I think it came out like a couple months ago. We're a little late on this. But that's not a big deal. Um, it's directed by Malaya Bello, and it's written and created by Chris Murska. What a guy. <clears throat> what a guy. Um, and uh, just so you know, Patrick, what is this about? I think Oh, don't, don't little... you do this. <laughs> don't you put this on me, Ricky there's Bobby. A, I wrote you a little blurb. I'm a, all right. No, I'm going to break it down for you guys. Patrick, I want you to give me what your best thought of this is. So there's this professional cello player. Real, real nice on the eyes, I'll tell you. A real ding, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh my god. The dame to kill for. <laughs> Sees her fucking mother cut her fucking slit her throat right in front of her. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need and to know. And she's all like, what the fuck? Alright, the good thing about the show is like they mourn that for like a whole episode. Which is good, because it's, it's real life. Like You, yeah. you, you would you, mourn if the fucking If your fucking mom just slit her throat in front of you, you'd be like... You're not going to be okay. I am not... Mm, mm. I'm going to need a... I can't play a, cello anymore. I'm, I'm going to need a pill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those fucking incidents. Yeah. Um, and she tries to figure out why like her mom would... like What drove her mom to the point of killing herself. Also f- trying to figure out, like, like again, why she did it. Yeah, <clears throat> finds out that her mom is involved, quotes, into this uh, unsolved case twenty years ago. Yep, of a missing child mm-hmm. named, I forgot her name. <laughs> uh, Clara. 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 And right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. And how that goes back to the main character, <laughs> and. It, it, you need me to help you there, buddy. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 I it's, fell asleep. <laughs> 
He finished it though, guys, and he he enjoyed it. It's yeah. just it's hard. It it is one of those shows you have to invest time in. I watched it in one night. I didn't s- leave my couch. I for finished six it hours. this morning for six hours. I didn't move from my couch. It was that's I was that I was that's how pulled in I was. Yeah. Um, but Requiem, let's just get it. It's part supernatural thriller, part psychological horror. Takes in its inspiration from psychological horror films of the late 1960s and 70s, which, you, if you've seen it, you'll definitely agree. Rosemary's yeah. Baby, yep. Don't Look Now, and The Innocents, like, to the T. Like, yep. as soon as I saw, started, like, in some of the episodes, they get into, like, this weird satanic cult type of shit with children. I was like, Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, but it also avoids easy answers and instead playing on uncertainty and ambiguity, which I loved. Like, I love that this show did not give you everything right up front because it is a and TV series. And the thing is, like, characters know shit and they're not revealing that and you know oh that they know. God, yeah. Or like, you don't know that they know. It's, it's, it's like a fucking true crime unsolved dude, shit. You're like, I know the answer, but like, I can't tell you the what fact, I know. The fact that this show has like both those elements of the who done it and then what the fuck is she? Yeah. <laughs> type of type of thing. It blows you away. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. I, I liked it a lot. Again, it was I'm going to watch it again knowing what I know now. Uh-huh. And like dug deep into it. It it's been a hard week, Mike. I understand. I couldn't sit there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I passed out like seven times. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Each I, ep- I would wake up and I'm like two episodes ahead than when I was. I was like, "Fuck. <laughs> Damn Start it." Start over. Um the cinematography in this show is beautiful, though. Oh my god! The way it is filmed is oh, can fuck. we can we please get more BBC and Netflix? Please collabs? for real. That was fucking the the music score on this brilliant and the the shots. I mean, it's like, it's your tip. It looks like it was done by BBC. Yeah, it's it was just phenomenal in that sense. Like if you didn't like this, if you don't like the story or the show. And you can appreciate the art of like film filmography, yeah. cinematography. You would appreciate the show because like it has great shots, great of fantastic musical score. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would say it has probably one of the best storylines I've seen in a TV show in, in a, a while. while. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much what Patrick is saying is in his way of explaining the show your main character is matilda gray she's this world-renowned cellist playing sympathies with her her friend hans who's a pianist um a penis a penis <laughs> the way the show starts off is you're listening to this guy listen to her music by the way um and he eventually goes into his house he sees something he looks in a mirror and he sees something and he starts running around breaking mirrors just breaking mirrors you're like what the fuck is going on and then you find he Later, it cuts to a scene. This car drives up. The old man is on the roof. He then commits suicide. Right then and there. They cover it up, apparently, mm-hmm. later on the show, because they had a drug fucking scheme going in the bed. They were growing fucking pot in the back of this guy's <laughs> fucking mansion. But it goes into play, like, where Matilda ties in is her mother was listening to the same music, looked in the mirror, saw something, and then went to her daughter's like the um where she, reception the or theater where theater, she's playing yeah. and she you know Matilda is currently hanging in the back door where like no one really knows where she's hanging out and her mom's just there hands her flowers and goes I'm sorry walks away what the fuck yeah follows her to like this dark garage slits her fucking throat right in front of her the first 15 minutes of this this show just set like the crazy bizarre precedent that mm-hmm. was going to follow it. Um, 
you know, she finds a box in her mom's apartment. It's got all these like weird photographs and news clippings and videos of this mysterious kidnapping that happened 23 years ago of this little girl and it's unsolved and all this shit. And Matilda does what any normal person, grieving person would would do obsess over why the fuck this was laid out for her to find and go to the town and find it. Man, that that scene was really intense. It was. Like when she was mourning about her mom, like I forgot she was acting. When she finally broke down, yeah. like when she finally <laughs> broke down, I was like, I forgot. Like, I was watching a show. Yeah. Like, kudos to them. They're acting on the show. Yeah, was the fucking actress on point. was fucking. Fun. Everyone's acting was yeah. on point in the show. Um, the things I really love about the show, from the storyline to the characters, cinematography, mm-hmm. all that, is the use of symbolic symbology, satanic cults, child sacrifice. Yeah. And a weird way of angels. Yeah. So in this show, there's this. They she finds this symbol um, in the house, and it's it's called the Monus Hieroglyphica. Um, and she starts looking, and it's everywhere. And the girls like, oh, it's you know around the the antique lady is like, oh, it's usually around satanic cults and all this shit. And she starts digging more into it and figuring out, like, all this weird shit, like, by this man named John D, who had this huge, like, order, who believed in angels and all this weird shit, black mirrors, which is in the sense of crystal balls. Yeah. Like, a black mirror is the other medium you can use to talk to otherworldly beings. And he thought he was talking to angels. Those motherfucking things... I won't say they're not angels, and I have a reason for that. Let's hear it. So, skipping a little bit into the show, um, towards the end of the show. Because it's um, a burn. It's a burn. She chooses, she has to be willing to come into this area to be chosen. She's chosen or something. Something weird. Right. This secret satanic cult has chosen her to be the vessel of their ancient being. Um, And it happens. She allows it to go inside of her. Um, it's supposed to be an archangel. Now, I don't know about you guys and what you believe in, but motherfucking angels don't kill people. And there's a cutscene where she's just stabbing a motherfucker, yeah, like over repeatedly in a kitchen. Which I believe it was Nick, the character Nick, that she like they live with in this house. He's well, and in the end, she has. Four graves. Four graves, but there's not a fifth one. There's not a fifth one. But the fifth one, I believe, is the antique lady. The witch. She's a witch. Right. She's powerful. So I think she You don't is... think she double-bodied one of the graves? No. Okay. No, I feel like they would have buried five. Yeah. Um, I, I believe Nick's dead, uh, the cop, the retired cop is dead, and the husband and wife are dead. Okay. I believe the witch, the main one of the cult, is alive. That means there's going to be a second season. There, I hopefully hope we get a second season for this. I really cool. want it. Um, here is my thing. Is it an archangel? Yes. I like that they're doing the angel thing, but it's not a heavenly angel. I think she's fucking Lucifer incarnate. Ooh. Lucifer yeah, yeah. was an archangel. Yeah, he was. And was cast down to hell for all of those who went to Bible school. But he also had followers who were cast down with him. Now, in the show, there are these things that live in the mirrors called the thin ones. I think the thin ones are his followers. That's why they're called angels. 
Because technically they were angels. They were angels, yeah. So I think this is like this weird twist where like people are hearing these terms, angel, archangel. They're thinking, oh, these are good things. But they're not. Think about everything that they did. They made Hans fucking... Because they ride you. That's yeah. how the her father, eventually, who she finds out is a real father, uh, says it. Guy, like, yeah, he's yeah. like, you got to let them ride you. But just worry that, like, you're going to, they're going to make you do things that you're not going to know about. So, like, Hans, like, flips like his fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Hans, like, f- d- gets in a car wreck in, like, I think episode five. Yeah, it's episode, it's um, episode five. He gets in the car wreck. He, <laughs> he later is seen by a, a sheep farmer. He's just eating a fucking dead sheep naked and just runs into the fucking woods. I was like, Terminator, Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was a weird scene. Yeah, it was, but it was weird. But, it made you think, like, okay, whatever this is, it isn't normal. Yeah, like this isn't like a good entity. It's bad. And yeah, anything that requires a child sacrifice, let's just go up and say it's probably not a good. I thing. think, and I think the slow burn is necessary for this type of story because it it presents itself as one thing and then turns into another. Yeah, it really does. Because like first you're like, wow, this you're is just like it's like a true crime thing. Like, and you're you're understand you're trying to figure out why like the who done it thing. Like yeah. I said earlier. And then it, again, it just turns into this other show, and it turns into this other thing where it's like, "What the f- what the fuck is going on?" I literally, when I was done watching it, I was like, "What?" I texted you, I was like, "What?" Yeah, he was the like, "What fuck? the fuck?" And I was like, "What episode are you on? What episode are you on?" I'm like, "I'm done. <laughs> I'm freaking out, man." <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Ethan and I watched it in one night, and we were just like, "Fuck, this was fantastic." Yeah. Um, and I like the fact that like John D, who's a, like a person referenced in the show, he's a real person. Like I did some research on this show because there's really not that much out about it. <laughs> there's people looking at you through the windows. Ah, demons. They make me uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> um, but like the symbol is carved out of stone in episode two. And you'll see it. They're outside talking about it. I wish they would have dug that up. Yeah. I really want to know what's under there. Me too. Because it looks like it's a doorway or some sort. Um, Season two. As I said is uh, the Monus Hieroglyphica or the Hieroglyphic Monid. And it's an esoteric symbol invented and designed by John D, the Elizabeth, uh, Elizabethan Magus and court astrologer of Elizabeth I of England. So it predates, like, it's like 15, I want to say 16th century, like, shit that's going on. Like, that's that's what I like about the show is they pulled real life, like, tangible literature right. and used it. So, like, they have a good reference guide. It's a smart... It's a smart show. It's a smart show. It's, got, it's a smart show. You can't keep up. Um, you're so not the, a smart boy. <laughs> you're not a smart boy. You're, you're not a smart boy. Or woman. Or woman. We don't dis- we, we don't discriminate here. No. Um, Cover so, my tracks real quick. There you go. Good for you. <laughs> so apparently the hieroglyphic embodies D's vision of the unity of the cosmos and it's a composite. Uh, compo- you said it like a like a fucking like a like a com- smart guy. Composite. Uh, composite. Uh, composite of various endotrinic and astrological symbols. D wrote a commentary on it which serves as a primer of its mysteries. However, the obscurity of the commentary is such that it is believed that D used it as a sort of textbook for a more detailed explanation of the hieroglyph which he would give in person. So, like, no one really knows. Yeah. He just gave, like, some fucking some half-ass explanation and he was like, well, if you really want to know more... You gotta meet me in person in my dark cave. Oh God! It's like you know, reading this room brought me back to a podcast we both listened to, the Black Tapes. Yeah. With the Order of the Cinephys. Yeah. You know that shit. I was like, bro, was this connected? Did I just find the real life Order of the Cinephys? I'm not gonna fucking die or something now. Um, I just man, this show. 
It's deep. I would love to hear other people's thoughts. Like, if you've watched it, like, hit us up and tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, the ending is fucking bizarre. Don't she let like, the podcast be the end of the discussion. Yeah. Um, she goes into a bathroom, does this weird fucking, like, cortex scene. Like, uh, and then her eyes turn black. Fucking black. And you're just like, oh, shit. The Archangel's out. That's, it's, like, the last one of the last shots. And I was like, what the The black fuck? eyes made me really feel like it was Lucifer. I'm like, fucking demons have black eyes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> God damn. I hope there's a second season. I really that's see the thing about Netflix is they really don't show ratings. No, they'll promote like oh this was the most watched show, but they really don't share their rating systems to everyone because it's probably ridiculous. You gotta <sighs> think about how many people have a Netflix account. True. I, I mean, and I, how many people talk about um, Netflix? Which is something I wanted to talk about in the news, which I'll we'll discuss a little bit afterwards. Okay. Um, but I mean for Requiem, I mean guys, it's it's worth the watch. Do you have to watch it in one day? No. Do I suggest it? Yes. So you can remember shit. Yeah, because there is. If a, I expand this out, I'd probably be like, "What we the could, fuck happened?" The last thing is, episode? Like, we could do a whole episode on this show oh, because yeah. each episode is one hour. And yeah. One hour. A he lot said of, it to me, and I was like, "Fuck you, Mike." <laughs> I was like, yeah, "I was like, dude, just said re- room. I was like, "Wrecking for a dream." I'm like, I, "I guess we could talk about the refrigerator scene. That was pretty scary." <laughs> That's <laughs> With what Jared it was. Yeah. Right. Um, but and the eyes wide shut party. Oh my god! Woo <laughs> boy! Um, that was a weird movie. It, it really was. It really was. But definitely watch this, guys. Don't sleep on it. I know it's it's. Is it horror? And then the fact that it's like uh, shocking, it's, scary. It's not that scary. But is it a nail biter, having you in the edge of your seat type of psychological fuck to the head? Oh yes, definitely one hundred percent. Like you're you're watching this and you're like, yeah. fuck. Like I said, I gave the comparison of like Twin Peaks in the sense of the the slow burn. And like, yeah, kind of just like drags a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Which is I love it because it hey. doesn't. There's there's a good in it. It's like, not I holding feel your like, hand, baby. I feel like Twin Peaks drags too much. Yeah. For for me, this drags just enough. Okay. Like it's enough for me to be like, it's a little slow. It's enough to but, seek your teeth in. Exactly. And take a bite of that apple. Yeah. People <sighs> pro- they probably hate us. Oh, probably. Like fucking weirdos. Okay. Um, but I'm gonna give that show a nine. Um, for, for my rating, like I said, I really don't think anything could be done differently i feel like sec if we're gonna get a second season it's gonna be scarier yeah because like it's out like the thing is out like it's walks among us now there's gonna be a lot of deaths it's gonna be crazy what do you give it i'm gonna give it um i'll give it an eight as well maybe an 8.5 okay because mm-hmm. i did like there was a lot of good in it there's a lot of, they didn't like a lot of things they did correct okay and again, this, the filmography, the 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 cinemat- uh, cinematography, the the music score was fucking. Bro, her playing the cello was fucking on point. She was shredding, shredding, <laughs> shredding the cello, dude. I love cellos. And again, she, just, she was she, one of my she favorite. Was easy on the eyes. <laughs> she was <laughs> very pr- very pretty lady. She is. I would hold her hand. <laughs> that holding hands is for the devil. I would hold the devil's hand. You ever remember that scene from Dewey Cox? Yeah. You know, you don't think we know what you're saying when you say, take my hand. I just saw about holding hands. <laughs> you know who's got hands? The devil. <laughs> he uses them for holding. Oh, I saw. Dumb movie. I saw, I saw, I saw Super Troopers on 420. Oh, my God. How was that? Oh, yeah. Happy 420, everybody. It's, it's April 25th. Hey, five days late. Whatever. It seems about right. It was funny. They made a lot of fun of Canadians. Of course they did. So, if you're not 
If you're not Canadian, you'll have fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's about right. It was funny. Um, but I think that's it for Requiem. I mean, yep. we. I feel like we may come back to it. I, I, think I mean, we there's may, a season two. We'll definitely come we'll back definitely to it. We'll definitely come back to it. And we would, like I said, we would love to hear your thoughts on Requiem and Veronica. <coughs> Let us know what you think about both those movies because, uh, you know, it's kind of like a good mix between the two of us. Like we have things we like and we don't like. Yeah. It'd be good to hear outside comments. Again, don't um, let the podcast be the end of the discussion. Exactly. Um, we did have the fortunate random, we love this, uh, uh, Do experience to fucking read a comic book to review for the show. Um, it's called The Twilight Hotel. I got an email while watching Requiem. Um, and this guy was talking about he has a four book horror comic series based on an original screenplay written by his name is Raw, which I think is cool. Raw X. So cool. That's a cool name. Dude. <laughs> I think of Raw, I think of ancient Egypt god Raw. Um, Raw X. This guy needs to be in a fucking new metal band. For real. <laughs> um, he he said like in his email he described it as like a blood-soaked love letter to a classic horror, horror sci-fi brands like Twilight Zone, Tales from the Crypt, which while reading it, I definitely I got, got those Twilight, vibes. Yeah. Definitely got those vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, and the series tells the story of a hundred-year-old West Florida hotel that has a very sinister secret built on land that was once home of the most notorious plantation in all of North America where thousands of African slaves and cinnamon Indians were murdered in realist ritualistic ceremonies. It is also home to an ancient entity de- uh, deity named she with a supernatural ability to track and influence people. She lures unwittingly, unwittingly, uh, I'm sorry, she lures unwitting individuals to the twilight, where they are subjected to many horrors, including man-eating bedbugs, psychotic gangsters, zombies, zombies. and serial killers. killers. Um, <laughs> so that's just the background of that series. Um, themselves. I'm not going to do a spoiled review of this. Okay. Um, just because, like, he's doing You want a, people to pick up the comic book. I do want people to pick this up because it is a good read. Um, I read the first issue and I was really like. I didn't finish. <laughs> Patrick didn't finish, guys. That's also why we're not doing spoilers. Exactly. But I did love the opening of. Um, the opening scenes. So sick. So cool. The it, artwork. It did, it did remind. Uh, the, I'll get into that later. Yeah. It did remind me of Tales from the Crypt. That it in, really did. That it's kind of like an intro to the show. Like It has yeah. a narrator. Yeah, it's kind of so cool. So it's cool. And the, what happens to the narrator is a lot of fun. It's very mm-hmm. gory. Um, the art is fucking excellent. I like it. Apparently, the like the uh, the bellhop is on every cover, and that's like a character they have. His name is Benny the Bellhop. Yeah, it's just like a crypt keeper. Crypt keeper, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just so really sick. funny. And all like the, so the series, uh, the first issue is called. He should have a house at Halloween Hornets. He should. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. That would be something crazy. Uh, the first issue is called Head of the Tail. Uh, issue two is bed bugs. Issue three is truth or consequences. And issue four is pushing up daisies. Now, am I going to tell you what each one of those is about? Obviously not. You could look that up yourself. Um, no, I'll post it on the show notes for you guys. It's quite a lengthy uh, synopsis. But so book one is a really good setup for what the fuck is going to be like what's going on. Like, I kind of get the vibe from just the first couple of pages. Yeah, like, like it's, what the show or what the the book, the comic book's gonna be like. How is it gonna how it presents itself? And yeah, how, what to, what to expect? So you have the narrator who's a handyman. Yeah, um, just the handyman. Just the handyman. He's worked there for a lot of years like, since he was like a youngster. Um, and a he's narr- he's telling the readers his 
most horrific stories of this haunted hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a deity, and there's a reason for that deity. And like I said, the first issue is a lot of background, like, but it's really good background. Like you're reading, you're like, wow, this is fucking crazy. There's sacrifices and killings and murders and all this crazy shit happening in this hotel. And I like the fact that it takes place in Florida. Is this a real place? Um, I have no idea. I didn't look that up. We should. We should talk to him. Hey, have you ever been to this place? Because if so, we're going. Yeah. We're going to go check this out. Horror Junkie exclusive. I want to go to a haunted place so bad. Oh, I'll set something I've up. I've been having an itch. An itch? An itch. I'll have to hit up our friends at American Ghost Ventures and mm. see if they can hook us up with some weird shit. I'm trying to see some ghouls. Some ghoulish. Um, But I mean, the writing for me was well done. Like, yeah. it, it's not, it's dense. But not too dense. Like it's not like slam, kick, pop, frick, dang kids. Uh, it's what you get w- with most typical independent artists that don't have like like letter. I've like uh, letter restrictions, like how much they can actually say in a comic. Yeah, because <clears throat> there's a lot, and I'm really looking forward. To it. It's a Kickstarter right now. Um, they're doing some more funding, and they're going to release the thir- all three issues because you can pick up the first one. Um, and I, I really want more, man. I'm like fucking like, I You're wrote about him. It. I yeah. wrote him. I was like, "Yo, can I get the next fucking three so I can finish this series?" <laughs> and he was like, "Gotta wait till the Kickstarter's done, man." I'm like, "Fuck, damn." But hey, uh, what he's, about, he's out there. He's out. Th- what about the artwork? How did you think of the I art? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. The the painty digital vibe. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah. Figured you have some words to say about the artwork. Yeah, I like again. I liked it. <clears throat> yeah, I like his paneling, the way he panels. Yeah, the paneling's cool. I like that too. The structure of it is really especially cool. when he uh, cuts his head off. I was like, this is sick. Spoiler. It's not really a big who, spoiler. Who? Who? Who cuts whose head? Exactly. Um, but like I said, guys, just a short little review. It was a fun little read. Um, always support independent artists. Um, a lot of our. Like one of our good friends, Patrick Sparrow from the This Might Sound Crazy, he's releasing his comic book soon, Zorma. Um, so you gonna give us a copy? Um, I'm gonna pick one up. Hell I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna I buy to one too. from him um, in May. I think it comes out in May, so okay. soon. Um, and then another person that I don't know that um, he's friends with, his name is Trevor Henderson. I want to say is I, uh, fuck it. I hope I said his name right. I know it's Trevor. Um, he's got a book coming out shortly called if you give me a moment yeah trevor henderson um if you guys want to find him on instagram that's his name but it's a ghost story book called old noises in empty rooms it's got some pretty cool cover art and it's coming out in may as well and it's just a bunch of ghost stories and he's been posting clips with little like snippets Mm -hmm. on his instagram page and i'm fucking interested and i'm cannot wait to read this hell yeah Hey man, I'm all for the new horror comic books. I am too, man. Like, I've been again another itch I have. I need, yeah. I need my, I need my reads. You know, Aliens uh, number one, Dust to Dust is coming out. I just saw it. Dark Horse is releasing it. Oh, word. Yeah, I just oh, saw yeah. it before we came in. Um, so it's another Alien story arc kind of thing. Um, like I said, pick that up, Twilight Hotel. It's by Raw X. It's got, uh, I mean, so fucking metal, so fucking metal. Um, I don't remember the names of the other people, but there's artists, of course, letterers, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's Square Biz Comics, I want to say, is the publisher. Uh, but I'll post it in the show notes for you guys, like links, so you can find their information and you know pick up that copy of the book and support lo- uh, independent artists because they're the ones who give you the quality work, not yeah. these big corporate guys. Yeah, Hollywood <laughs> gives you watered down bullshit. Yeah, if you never read Black Science or Saga, you need to. 
dude, Saga. You need to pick something up and read that shit because it'll blow you away. Saga gets my old panties Um, wet. What else? I guess we can do our little quick announcement for May (laughs) before we end the show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, May is going to be the It's So Bad It's Good month. Film Fest. Shitty Shit. movies. Shitty movies. A whole All in Belore. A whole month full of just really bad horror movies. Some that are garbage and some that are so good so bad they're good. And we're gonna get some guests on the show. We're gonna have guests on the shows. First week is gonna be our good friend Jeej. Yes, our good He's friend. Gonna be, we're gonna watch We can tell him, go ahead. Evil Bong and Trolls too, and we're also going to be talking about Hobgoblins, which <laughs> was referred to us by the Good Morning Nancy podcast. Hell yeah! Um, I watched that the other day, and well, I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> it's it's something else. <laughs> I also got to watch those two movies because I've never seen Evil Bong. You've never seen Evil Bong. Never. I've never Dude. wanted to, and I've seen <laughs> Trolls too, but it's been a long time, so I need a refresher on that. Now, one. do you want to do Evil Bong the first movie? Or do you want to do number four, which is called Evil Bong 420, obviously. Obviously. Uh, I don't care. Whichever one you guys choose, All I'm right. fine with I it. I think I'm going to go with the first one, So, just to be fair. The It's So Bad It's Good Film Fest will be kicking off May. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, any just bad movies, uh, hit us up at the- Happy Thanksgiving. Happy fucking no! I'm not watching things <laughs> killing. Goddamn it! Um, hit us, shoot us. Excuse me. Hit us up at horrorjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. Send us the movies, um, preferably something easy that we can find, because I yeah. know there's a lot of like independent movies that are you know that are really not that great. <coughs> um, but it just has to be easily watchable. Yeah. If you have a link for it, because a lot of movies are on YouTube that are older. Uh, just shoot it to us, and we'll watch it. If it's on Amazon, throw us some money so we could buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we broke. <laughs> um, but as usual, guys, I mean, like, you know, send us your reviews, send us suggestions. If you have anything you would like us to discuss on the show, again, that email is horrorjunkiepodcast.com. Excuse me, horrorjunkiepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and we'll do it, man. We'll talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Weird shit. I'm into it. Let's do it. Wiskabiba. Wiskabib. Um,. <laughs> Jesus. As always, two guys, leave us a review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, whatever the fuck you listen to podcasts on, we're on there. I promise you. I've invaded the yeah. internet. We're on fucking YouTube now. We're on YouTube. Um, so subscribe to us. Tell your friends. We like to hear the feedback. But as always, guys, I'm Mike. And I'm Pat. This has been another weird, hairy, and sweaty episode of the Horror, Horror Junkies, Junkies Podcast. Podcast. See you guys next week. Stay weird. Bye, bitch. <laughs>